All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time. For Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Wow, what a game. What a game. The Warriors lose 125-126 to against the Miami Heat. And you are listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home for home search. I am Joe Shasky. Joining me is Ryan Covey. What a fantastic basketball game tonight against the Miami Heat. It was all about Dwayne Wade, that final shot at the buzzer to to put one in. I mean, just unbelievable, Ryan. Did you enjoy that game? 100%. And the the Warriors, you give them credit. They showed a lot of fight. They were down 24 in this game. It looked for a while like they were going to come back and win. Uh, Just a a moment in time that we'll we'll remember for a long time to come. This will be the Dwayne Wade bank shot game. And it's Fitting, in a way. I don't think in the grand scheme of things this matters a whole hell of a lot to the Warriors' fate in 2019. Uh, you know, if it comes down to they lose the Western Conference by one game to the Nuggets, maybe you look back at this game. But in general, just tip your cap to Dwayne Wade and keep it moving. I love the way Steph, uh, his posture post game, arm in arm with Jordan Bell, just kind of smiling and appreciating one of the all-time greats. Not feeling the cornrows, uh, the, the hairdo of Dwayne Wade, but <laughs> bank threes to win it. It's your night, man. It's that simple. Yeah, unbelievable. And we're going to definitely break down the entire the entire game, but the the final five minutes or so was really intriguing. Clay Thompson was on fire. Steph Curry had a big turnover late in the game on offense, and then of course Kevin Durant. Splits one or two free throws, and we're going to be looking back at that missed free throw for quite a while. And and it was really cool to see Dwayne Wade in his final season basically come through in this stretch for this team. And Goran Dragic had a great game tonight. But we want to hear from you, the fans, at 888-957-9570. This is Warriors Wrap-Up. And, uh, man, just an incredible game altogether. I know South Beach tends to... Nip teams in the bud that come in there, especially uh, on, a, on a long road trip. And so to see the Warriors fight through what they went through, uh, being down 25, 26 in this game, and then to cut it close, it was definitely an intriguing game. And there's not a lot of those on the Warriors' schedule, Ryan. Well, and look, right now we're kind of in those dog days, Joe, where we're not quite close enough where we can see the finish line. We're not inside of those final 10 games, mm-hmm. but we are post-All-Star break. So... Right now, we just want a layer of intrigue. I think, for the most part, the Warriors are, are, are already starting to turn their focus to the postseason, and these are just the, the dog days of the NBA year. And so, for as fans tonight to get a game like this, where, as you mentioned, Butch, the, the last six minutes—that's incredible. That's what the NBA wants to showcase: stars making big plays, guys knocking down threes, some transition buckets. Few questionable calls. I, I, I know Draymond doesn't feel like he's ever committed a foul in an NBA game, but <laughs> yeah, he fouled out there at the end. He, he did, and it would have been nice to see him out there. But then, hey, look, here's Jordan Bell, who gets a chance to come in and, and be there for the close of the game. He makes two big free yeah. throws, had a big rebound late in the game off a missed shot as well. So maybe some uh, some building block moments for uh, for Jordan Bell. But 
it's it's the Dwayne Wade bank shot game, baby. Yeah. And, and let it forever be known as such. What did you think of Steph Curry's reaction after the game? I found that to be pretty cool to see someone like Steph. I mean, we're all fans. Sure. I'm a diehard fan of the Warriors. I know you are as well. And so you want the team to win. But when you take a step back, and if you love the game of basketball, to see that guy do that at the end of the game, when the Warriors pretty much had him bottled up, they played mm. great defense, he kicks it out to Waiters. Waiters kind of fumbles it around, kicks it back to Dwayne Wade. It looks like Durant blocks his shot, and then he throws that thing up. We're saying, hey, where's his feet behind the line? And he banks it in, and it, they celebrated like they won the, the uh, championship. It was pretty special, right? Yeah, I just got a tweet as such uh, with the Heat acting like they had just won the NBA. <laughs> title but hey look it's exciting for them and I, I'm I'm sure you know the, the locker room in Eric Spolster's locker room they know they fought through a ton of injuries I think they've had 23 different starting lineup combinations you don't have a son white side tonight you got Goran Dragic going off in the first half and uh, even though the Warriors came back which you figured at some point they would probably wake up and make a run at this game and it looked like they were gonna win but the basketball gods had other ideas tonight and uh, you give the heat credit for hanging in there this is kind of one of those games where both teams deserve their share of credit and kind of both teams deserve their share of, of I don't necessarily call it blame but you know look the, the Miami Heat you're up 24 you can't put this team away yeah. like that's that's a problem if you're Eric Spolstra <laughs> but then you're the Golden State Warriors you say well how do we get to a position where a team that's you know a handful of games under 500 in the Eastern Conference how are we down 24 points to begin with yeah. so you give them credit for fighting back but uh, damn, D Dwayne Wade and I, I did love the way Curry handled it post game because he's Steph Curry and he handles most things with uh, great aplomb. Absolutely. And there's just something about the Miami Heat and Golden State Warriors over the last six years or so. They play tight games. And I think the, the Warriors calling out moment nationally was when they had the buzzer beater with Draymond against the big three. We all remember in 2017 when Deion Waiters hit that huge buzzer beater and he said, this is my house. Yeah, he was pointing all that. And earlier this year, the Warriors fought back from what, 14 down on February 10th. And then to have this game kind of go the way it did, it was a special night. And I, and I know the Warriors, we want to see them win. This is the Warriors post game. Uh, it's Warriors wrap up brought to you by realtor.com, the home for home search. But it was a pretty special night, and I think, I think Dwayne Wade is one of those superstars. It's hard to say negative things about him. I know when the big three got together, everybody was mad at LeBron James. But, I mean, when you think about it, what has he really done that people can't stand him for? Like, he, he's been a pretty good ambassador for the game. And I think that we were trying to come up with a moment, like, what's Dwayne Wade's moment against the Warriors? Well, this has to be it, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. This is it now. And this isn't some <laughs> recency bias. This is just because this was the most incredible moment that he's had against the Golden State Warriors. And, you know, for the Miami Heat, who would love to send Dwayne Wade out with a playoff run, yes. clearly they're, they're not a team that's going to make any noise, even if they find a way to make it into the playoffs. And uh, coming into the game tonight, they were just a half, well, now they're a half game behind the Hornets for that final spot. So they're still in a fight. And yes. you give any Eric Spolstra coach team, you know they're going to grind mm -hmm. and they're not going to quit. So uh, you're going to have to play 48 minutes against this team. And they don't have like that big superstar. I, I know no. Hassan Whiteside's a household name and obviously Dwayne Wade is, but we know what Dwayne Wade is at this point in his career. Yeah. He's on the retirement tour. He's on the victory lap right now. So uh, this is a team that gets different contributions from different guys. And he's had to shuffle that lineup a ton. I mentioned 22 different starting lineups yeah. for Spo this year. That's been a lot to overcome, uh, but yet here they are. And this is literally the campaign for Dwayne Wade. You yeah. want to send him off, right? A guy that's done so much for the city of Miami, for Wade County, I think. Absolutely. You. Uh, but nights like 
like tonight are going to be moments that uh, those Heat fans will always remember. And uh, you just at some point you just you got to kind of tip your cap, man. Yeah, and I thought their ancillary pieces played really well tonight. I, I thought they were physical. I thought they wanted it more in the half court. They were fighting for balls. They contested so many shots at the rim. Uh, Bam Adebayo, huh? Yeah, Adebayo. He looked really good tonight. Magruder gave him some solid minutes. Josh Richardson gave them good minutes. Deion Waiters was so-so, but... Uh, I just thought the Miami Heat as a whole played really focused, and they really wanted this game, and it started early in the first quarter. This is now uh, Clay Thompson's 10th, 30th point game this year. He had he 18 fire. in the second quarter. I mean, some of those shots he hit down the stretch were absolutely unbelievable. And then your man, Kevin Durant, hit unbelievable buckets down the stretch in the post. Out of the inbounds play, I really like that. But I think we're going to go back to that missed free throw, don't you? I think we're going to high. Sadly, we're going to isolate that one play. I would go back maybe the possession before when Steph had the ball out on the wing. He kind of dribbled into the corner. And I didn't know what he was trying to set up there. There was a lot of uncharacteristic turnovers from the Warriors just in the fourth quarter, but in the whole game where I, I just kind of had my head scratched. Yeah, and, and they only end up with eight for the game, but Steph had the, the turnover with about a minute and a half left. That was at a critical juncture yeah. because it looked like once the Warriors finally got the lead, it looked like, okay, they're going to be in a position where the Heat are going to have to start fouling and you know mm-hmm. the Warriors just make their free throws. They're going to win the game. And even despite the fact that KD split the two, it, it took a – Bank shot three <laughs> prayer incredible to one. beat you, yeah. and so that's why you're you're going to win this game ninety eight percent of the time. Uh, but the fact that Wade was able to get it done, uh, you, you give him his props for that. And what what really impressed me tonight, and you hit on it, Richardson and Wade combined to go ten of fifteen from three point range. Drogic, who was uh, tr- incredible in the first half, they held him to only two points in the second half, but he had twenty five in the first half, helped get the Heat out to that big time lead. Uh, so it was a lot of different guys stepping up. Uh, four of their five starters in double figures. They had six guys in double figures overall. Kelly Olynyk's just a big boy, and even though Cousins didn't play tonight. Uh, I, I thought Olenek was a factor uh, down low for the Heat as well. Yeah, we want to hear from you guys, the fans. 888-957-9570. It's the Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. On the other side, we're going to take your calls. 888-957-9570. It's Covey. It's Shasky. It's Warriors wrap-up. Doubled over to Wade. Goes up, blocked once, throws it up after the buzzer. He banked it home. Is it good? Yes, they're going to count it. It banked home. He got the shot blocked and then threw it in. And if it stands, Miami wins. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. All right, Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home for home search. I'm Joe Shasky. He's Ryan Covey. We are 95.7 The Game. We want to hear from you, the fans. 888-957-9570. A fantastic Warrior game. Ah, Fantastic might be a stretch, but a really fun Warrior game. Yeah, memorable. Down in Miami with Dwayne Wade hitting a buzzer beater on like a pump fake broken play. Unbelievable. I think we're all going to remember they were wearing those Vice jerseys. And, uh, you know, Kevin Durant misses a free throw down the stretch. Steph Curry turns the ball over. Draymond Green fouls out. I mean, even Clay had a great game. So you had a little bit of everything from the Big Four tonight. 100%. And the Vice City jerseys from the Heat, those Did you things like are those? fire. Just reminds me when, uh, what was it, GTA Vice yes. City came out, baby. A little Tommy Versetti <laughs> in my life. Come on, I know y'all out there feel me. And just a fun basketball game. Give credit to the Warriors for fighting back because you wondered. We, we always hear about teams going out in South Beach. And I'm not insinuating that that's what the Warriors did, but – 
it just makes you stop and pause and say, okay, uh, no DeMarcus Cousins in this game, uh, getting a little rest for the big fella. And Kerr said on this trip uh, with, with the back-to-backs, guys might rest. And with them playing again tomorrow, maybe see some guys uh, sitting down as well. I'd expect to see DeMarcus back in there tomorrow, of course. But, yeah, fun one tonight. Unfortunately for the Warriors, it doesn't go their way. Uh, but it, it, this was a, a special moment for Dwayne Wade, a, a guy that I think's meant a lot to the NBA and the NBA fans, provided us all with a lot of memories over the years. Absolutely. And before we go to the phone lines, I, I just – want to say that the Warriors played kind of sloppy tonight. I thought they were really sloppy with their execution in the half court, turned the ball over a lot, and they, they couldn't overcome it because they weren't shooting really well from the field. They didn't pass the ball necessarily well, but I did see some things from some of the other guys off the bench, Jarebko, Quinn Cook, Jordan Bell finally getting extended minutes. So I, I enjoyed that. So let's go out to the phone lines, though, I think. 888-957-9570. We want to hear from you here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Let's go out to the fans. And from the fans is brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Let's go to Raider Realist in Hayward. Raiders Realist, step right up. What do you got on the Warriors game tonight? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm all for D-Wade and all that, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm – I'm fairly upset because I mean the game the game should have been won, and I'm tired of every team having their best game every single time they play us. I, I I wonder how wore out these guys must feel. Everybody every single night just trying to get. I mean they had what six players and double figures, Richardson and Bam. What I mean, come on now. I mean these guys are NBA players. I get it, but. I mean, these, you know, it just seems like every single night some guy I've never heard of, I mean, you know, I heard of him, but at the end of the day, isn't scoring 30 and 20 points and making every three-pointer. But um, one thing I did want to add before I I cut out, because I haven't heard anybody talk about it with the free agency, um, is Michael Carter-Williams. I would would definitely rather have a 6'6 guard that can handle and is pretty athletic to like finish this year and maybe roll into next year than like a, a Jacob Evans. And as much as Quinn Cook can hit a jumper, he can't he can't guard, you know, anybody. He's such a liability come the playoff playoffs. I mean I, I I think and nobody's talked about him, but I don't I don't know. I wonder how you guys feel about that. Yeah, I think, uh, and thanks for the call, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven oh get in on Warriors wrap up. Brought to you by Realtor.com, the home for home search. I think if it comes down to the 11th, 12th man on the bench, I, <laughs> I don't I don't think the big four are playing well. And I think if we're being realistic, I mean, the Warriors, what are they, 43 and 18 or something right now? I mean, they're still the number one, number two seed. They're not going to fall to the third seed overall. This team has proven that they can win on the road in the playoffs. I, I don't have... I don't have a huge issue with picking up an extra guard. I, I get that. I'm more worried if you... Let's say a wing gets hurt. Let's say Iguodala gets hurt. Then instead of a backup point guard, I think you need more of a backup wing guard, a guy who can defend, a guy who can score. Maybe a big if if DeMarcus Cousins, you know, struggles some more. But I think wing for me is a bigger need than backup point guard. Yeah, I, I would put backup point guard third. I would I would prioritize it as wing and then backup center as yes. boogie insurance. Yes. And then I'd go backup point guard because you still have Livingston. 
obviously losing Steph Curry would be I mean, a critical blow. But absolutely. you take away any team's all-star point guard, and that's a problem. And let's face <laughs> it, whoever you're going to get, I realize Quinn Cook has struggled mightily with his shot of late, and he is a liability defensively, and that's why we haven't seen him be, uh, getting the same kind of minutes that he was earlier because he's an asset to the Warriors when he's scoring, when he can provide that second unit with some scoring punch. Of late, though, he hasn't been able to do it. What kind of stood out for me tonight, Butch, was defensively, and, and, and you nailed it, uh, the, the defensive flow of this game for the Warriors. And, and we've seen this of late where they don't turn it on until they absolutely have to. Yeah. They're just content to go back and forth. And in the first half, guess what? They weren't hitting their shots, uh, and, and the Heat were hot. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, in the second <laughs> half, they, they finally turned on the defense. But this is a Heat team that's scoring like 105 points a game. They put up 126 tonight. And, like, you're the defending champs. You're the two-time champs who, on your best day, can still defend as, as you know, as one of the elite teams mm-hmm. in the NBA. I know we haven't seen that as much lately. Uh, but to me, that's the main issue. The, the Heat hung 126 on you tonight, and, yeah. and you're the Golden State Warriors. And this is a team with a patchwork lineup that wants to kind of grind it out. It's kind of like the Heat beat the Warriors at their own game tonight, which I didn't see coming. I figured if the Heat are going to win this game, it would have been like, you know, 108-103, not 126-125. Absolutely. I mean, you had Dwayne Wade and Goran Dragic going for 25-plus off the bench. I mean, that kind of speaks volumes. It's It was a vintage Dwayne Wade performance, but Goran destroyed them in the first half. He had 25. They held him to two in the second half. But I would say the deficit that they created in the first half really was difficult to overcome. And I thought... I thought they had this game in the bag. When Durant hit that three-pointer and got fouled, had the four-point play, I said, all right, they're in control of this game. And you know what? The Draymond uh, foul out on the on the very next possession, it loomed large because they couldn't get a big rebound. Dwayne Wade ends up getting that big rebound and, and put back later on in the game. Let's go out to Rob in San Bruno, and he is another fan brought to you by Nation's Giants Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Rob, what do you got on the Warriors game tonight? First off, let me say, guy, way, y'all. I was listening to um, Guru and Stymie earlier, and they was talking about how D Wade a second tier Hall of Famer, and I was like, what? <laughs> so I bet I, I guess he was listening to the show. And he, he, he did that for Guru and Matt. I thought they was gonna be on tonight, but they, they must be high tonight. But but uh, my thing is this: Guru said that oh the, the that Golden State and Matt oh they 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 they're better without Cousins. Well, I didn't see that tonight. The last two times Cousins ain't played, he's off there both in games. So my thing is stop trashing Cousins, let him come back. And, and the Warriors' perimeter defense has been sad. Yeah. Jay Rich gave him 38 last week. Warren was going right past um, Steph Curry and Quinn and, and, and other little backup, sorry, point guard. And Wade was just, man, giving y'all buckets in and out from the three-point line, rebounding, yeah. passing, doing it all, looking like he's 27 or something. Warriors need to get that defense together because they they can't guard the perimeter. You're gonna hurt the rest of the team. Curry got to man up and play some defense, man. That's what I'm seeing out there. They're not defending the perimeter, and I think Kevin Durant sees that and he's upset about that. Thank you for the call, Rob. And I think you make a lot of good points, but I would say it's February 27th. It's really hard for me to get outraged over a Warrior loss on the road in Miami when the big picture is June. So we're gonna continue this conversation. It's Warriors wrap up. They lose. 125-126 in Miami. And on the other side, we're going to continue talking about these dubs. We're going to talk about that Dwayne Wade buzzer-beating pump fake bank shot that he hit at the end. We want to hear from you, the fans. 888-957-9570. Stick around with us. It's 95.7 The Game.
Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. All right, you're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up. I'm Joe Shasky. He's Ryan Covey. Warriors Wrap-Up is brought to you by Realtor.com, the home for home search. And uh, excellent, excellent, excellent theater at the end of this game with Dwayne Wade, an all-time great, hitting a bank shot to beat the Warriors. The all-time great Golden State Warriors lose to the Miami Heat 125-126. Fun game tonight, Ryan, right? Entertaining down the stretch, no doubt. I, I think when you look at the two games the Warriors have played against the Miami Heat, slow starts in both of those games. Warriors fighting back the rest of the way. Down 16 in the first game against Miami. Battled back. Actually found a way to win that one at Oracle tonight. Down 24. Had the lead late, but couldn't hold on. And we got a text in uh, coming in from the 4 on 5 talking about these slow starts for the Warriors and the way they've been getting out of the gate. Uh, 510 said really bad loss in Miami. No, no way they should have been down uh, 24 to the Heat in the first half. Uh, and we've seen this of late. In the Houston game, a couple of games ago, they were down 35 to 20 after the first quarter. And, you know, I went back and looked at the, the uh, most recent box scores and the, the, the Charlotte game, they were up four. And the, the Kings game, it was a close game after one. So these are kind of happening a little sporadically, but I just I, I think fans got so accustomed to the Warriors a couple, just crushing you know, a few teams. Years, just getting out in those fast starts. And you, you know, you look at the, the Miami Heat, you think, okay, here's a team. That, they've got a patchwork lineup. Golden State Warriors coming in with their star-studded affair, but, you know, their star-studded group. But we've seen this, and the, the, the caller hit on this, and, and I think it's important, and, I, and we've talked about it, but we saw it again tonight. Teams going off against the Golden State Warriors and the fact that they get everybody's best punch every night and every night the Warriors don't necessarily match that intensity for 48 minutes and sometimes you leave yourself vulnerable to, I don't know, uh, get hit with a bank three-pointer to lose. <laughs> uh, and the, the Warriors most times shouldn't be in that position if they're fully focused for 48 minutes the way we know they can. Absolutely, Ryan. I think we should just go right to it. Let's go to the play of the game. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Thompson backs up, waits, fires a three. Got it! Clay Thompson from downtown. The Warriors have their first lead since 9.49 left in the first quarter. 116-114. Clay Thompson, just as pure a shooter as you will ever find. All right. That is the play of the game from the Warriors' loss to the Miami Heat. The famous Dwayne Wade hitting the bank shot. You got to listen tomorrow at 1030 to Steiny and Guru, who we're replacing tonight for pre and post. Uh, Listen to them tomorrow so you can win some money. That was your play of the game. That was your play of the game. So, Ryan, it's Warriors wrap-up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home for home search. You know... Everybody's going to look at the Clay Thompson box score and say he had a fantastic game, which he did. And you might look at Kevin Durant's box score and say, hey, he filled it up. But he was really good late. I thought for stretches, you know, in the middle of the game, he didn't look so hot. And Steph Curry was just off. I thought he was off. But how about Jordan Bell hitting two big free throws down the stretch? I didn't see that coming. Yeah, and I'm not overly concerned with Steph Curry having a, a not a great night shooting the three-pointer. He had his mid-range going. He he made some buckets a little closer to the hoop. Uh, four of 14 from three-point range. You, you look for guys uh, in a loss to at least, you know, kind of 
something positive in, in Jordan Bell getting his confidence going. I mean, Clay was scintillating, and he, he just was feeling it. You could tell. He was looking to get the shot off. There was that corner three that he hit where he had in his hand for like a split second, and you could just tell, okay, he was going to shoot. Uh, and it, it, he was just kind of in that Clay mode. Uh, but for Jordan Bell, this is the kind of game that hopefully can get his confidence going. The problem is the way Curry uses him and with the rotation and the minutes for Jordan Bell – he played a, a solid 19 tonight and was able to contribute six boards, a couple of dimes, had a steal, a big rebound, Huge late, rebound. couple of free throws, and he might not get any time tomorrow. You just don't know uh, for, for a lot of these role players because Steve Kerr mixes it up so much. Well, I also think he needs to start earning the minutes, I too, agree, and making it, the most of them. And aren't, he did aren't these performances, because we saw yes. that he had a big game a couple of weeks ago, about two weeks ago, I can't remember the opposition, but I thought to myself, it was the, maybe it was the Pacer game, I thought to myself, okay, Jordan Bell, he's about due to get a little yeah. run, and then he didn't play at all the next game, so you just never know. Yeah, and I think against Houston, we saw that, hey, we need to have his athleticism out there. I think they really definitely need that, and you know, I was a little concerned with Draymond. After he got the fifth foul, he started barking at the official, and I'm like, oh, no, here we go. He's, he's he's cruising for the technical. And you know what? He reeled himself back in, but I could see the frustration mounting. And then to have that be his sixth foul and to foul out on that play where the guy's basically just posting up and they're kind of fighting and jostling for position, I thought it was kind of a weak call. But that being said, him and Iguodala complained on every single call tonight, so you're not going to get them all. Well, it was a ticky-tack way to foul out. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, it was a yeah, bad foul. That. But at the same time, when you complain about every single foul call, you never get the benefit of the doubt from Agreed. the officials. Uh, you you got to pick your spots. Yeah. And just like uh, one of my good buddies from high school, his dad like his dad used to tell us that as it applied to going out and drinking, hey, boys, pick your spots, right? <laughs> you, you, you can't tie one on like that every time. Well, same thing with Draymond and, and dealing with the officials. You can lobby for calls. You can show – your, your dissatisfaction with a call, but every time you throw your hands in the air, the, the officials just tune you out at that point, and it's human nature. Yeah. Whether it's you're right, it's right, wrong, or indifferent, that's that's how people work. If if you're complaining every single time, they don't want to hear it. Yeah, definitely. Clay Thompson really tried his best to keep the Warriors in this game, but if you look at the spreads and you look at the box score here, I mean, Olenek, Winslow, Adebayo, Richardson, Dion Waiters, and had a off game, but Dragic off the bench. Dwayne Wade was fantastic, and he hits that buzzer beater. I mean, this was more about Miami wanting it and the way they celebrated like they won the championship than it's any you know sweeping observation of the Golden State Warriors. They're still on track. They're forty three and eighteen. They're twenty and ten away from Oracle. And I think this was a, a an interesting night that we're going to remember for a long time because of the Dwayne Wade bank shot. I will say this though: this is one of those type of games, Butch, that. There's a segment of Warriors fans that think something's not quite right, and I think the Warriors of two years ago, they they put this Heat team to the sword. Yeah, they don't get down 24 in the first place, or if they do, the way they come back and they actually put them away. There's been a, a layer of vulnerability to this team, more so at home, I think, than on the road. But just in general, there's just kind of something hanging over this team where I, I think Warriors fans will tell you something's not quite right. And, and these are the type of games in the past that the Warriors would find a way to win. And let's face it, I mean, we saw the stat. They've only been under Steve Kerr. What have they only been in 40 games? Now, it's 41 crazy. games decided by three points or less. In uh, five does, years. In five, in, in yeah, almost five years of play in the regular season. It just doesn't happen that often. And we, even in playoffs, uh, we've seen when when things get a little tight, it can it can go either way. They're not nails necessarily in these close games. Now tonight it was a little bit fluky with the bank three point 
shot, but they're, they're just not putting teams away like, A, we were used to seeing, and B, quite frankly, that we all know that they're capable of. And the way that as skilled as they are coming in facing a, a Miami Heat team that's pretty beaten down, I mean, they should be rolling this team. And instead, they're giving up 126. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Defense is definitely a problem and execution in the half court. I, But I think that'll do it for us. The Golden State Warriors lose 125-126 to the Miami Heat on a Dwayne Wade bank double pump three-pointer. Uh, stay right here, though, because Kilvey and I will begin the butcher shop and take you up until 11 o'clock. Don't go anywhere. It's been Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home for home search on 95.7 The Game. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.